Hello, everyone, and welcome along to the Still Parents podcast with the Lily May Foundation. So, yeah, my name is Dan. Uh, we are on episode five of series two today and joined, as always, by Ryan from, of course, the Lily May Foundation and Matt, Matt Whitehouse, who's the regular on the show, too, who just looks like he's on holiday at the minute. <laughs> yes. I am. Danny Swan, it's very nice. You it's are. Very nice. See, this is dedication, isn't it? If that if that was me on holiday, I'd be messaging Ryan about 10 minutes ago saying, oh, I can't get the <laughs> Wi-Fi from the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to do it. I have to get it done. I have to, I have to be on board. So. And welcome back to Sam. I say welcome back because Sam was our first guest on our very first podcast that we did at the back end of 2020. Sam Belcher, welcome back on to the Still Parents podcast. Sam, how are you? Thank you, not bad. Been busy, just got back from Western Supermare to be fair, myself. Oh, you've been down there today? Day trip, yeah, was it? got back about 20 minutes ago. Sunburn a lot, so. <laughs> it's, um, it's quite an interesting picture, actually, for anyone who's watching on, on Facebook, because it's almost a bit like, would you rather, where would you rather be? Matt wins, blatantly, look at him. <laughs> yeah. Ryan looks like he's a very small person in Dr. Evil's chair. <laughs> 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 how how is everyone anyway? How are you, Sam? Because uh, let's go and come to you because we uh, we hear from these two weirdos all the time, don't we? So how how you been, Sam? How's everything going? How's everything going? Not bad. Been busy working. I've also had another kid since the last uh, the last well first episode I was on. So oh wow! Oh congratulations! Fourteen weeks now, I think. That's um, that's brilliant. That's brilliant news. Well, I love how people just casually drop that in. I don't know. My um, sorry to go off on a tangent straight away, but there's no way after Sam said that I can't mention what my dad messaged me about two hours ago. Um, it's a series of pictures saying, "Look what happened to me today." You got married? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I was at his house watching the FA Cup final two weeks ago. Didn't he? he said, "Oh, we just kept it secret." <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, I said, "Was any was any of the family there?" No, no, just a witness. No stag do. Yeah. Well, he's going to have one. I'm going to force him to have a belated one. But Sam, congratulations. What's the name of uh, of the newborn, if you don't mind saying? Uh, Harris. Harris. Yes. Oh, congratulations. Um, brilliant. How about you, Matt? You look like you're loving life at the minute. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's been nice to get away. We came down on Saturday and we're here till Friday. So, uh, yeah, we've um, just been kicking around on, on the beach and uh, Etta's just been loving it. Loving it every minute of it, really. So, uh, yeah, no, really good. Really, really enjoyed it so far. So, yeah, hopefully, like I said, plenty more sun to come. Ryan, how, how are you? I've, uh, I know Ryan's been very busy. He's been sending me videos of him. Was it Clent Hills you were at yesterday walking around? No, we went to Malvern Hills. Oh, was it Malvern? Okay. Malvern Hills, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you. We've uh, we've had a day out in the sun today and I'm just uh, radiating while sat on my bed. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, here we are. So if it's the first time that you've ever listened or watched the, the the podcast thank you very much for uh for being along and, and for joining us there are i think it's um episode five now of series two so there's plenty others that you can listen back to and like we said we had sam on the the very first one and i would like sam if you don't mind obviously yeah. we, we started off having a bit of fun and a bit of banter and you know Bank Holiday Mondays, but the reason behind this podcast is it's it's very very serious and, and very tragic, isn't it? And we, we get people on, and I think the amount, as I say every single time that we do this, I won't bang on too much about it. The amount I've learned from somebody who's not personally been through this situation, but knowing people who have, so it's 
it, it's such a, a useful resource just to to find comfort and support if you have been through the situation and know how to speak to your friends and family members or anybody else work colleagues who are and and you know how to approach them our very first episode was the elephant in the room where we we talked about exactly that so sam could you talk us through your story again please if you don't yeah. mind so we uh we were expecting twins at march time i think i'm not sure when they're officially due but they came after 24 weeks so we're premature twins born like out of the blue i was at work and uh fortunately the gill passed away after about four days and the boy survived he's was in hospital six seven months but yeah that's she, she didn't she's fighting a losing battle to be fair so it's, the boy surviving is a miracle itself but yeah harper passed away after four days three four days that's right and if you'd like to hear uh, this in full and more from Sam, like we said, it's the first ever episode, series one, where you'll be able to uh, to listen back to that. But just uh, just briefly, and this is how you got in. Did you get in touch with Ryan or how did you discover the foundation? And yeah, well, we start talking together. Yeah, we got the memory box from the hospital. And it says on there, like, provided by Lily May Foundation. My wife's got involved with uh, counselling with Amy. I've had one with Amy. I've spoke to Ryan ever since, to be fair, which has helped me massively, I think, the past 18 months. One, one of the things that we're talking about tonight on the show is it's about using the, you know, the, the use of fundraising. And obviously Harper was uh, the, the child that you lost after four days. Yeah. And that is you are doing something very soon to raise money, uh, I think, with Lily May Foundation. But I, I'm pretty sure I'll get some of the facts wrong here. So can you just delve into exactly what is exactly what's going to be going on with you soon and how people can get involved or follow this? Yeah, well, once I started speaking to Ryan, he was they do our own golf day, I think, at the Belfry, is it? Yes. Yeah, the Belfry. Yeah. So I was going to play in that and go with dinner and dance, but obviously got cancelled because of Corona. And I thought I'll do one myself. Did one last year, August, and it went way more like over the top than I thought. Successful. Yeah, so I've got one again in August, August the eighth. So when did you do it? It was last year, you say? Yeah, I did one last year, August sixteenth. How was that? Obviously, because we were in the mid. Was was were we in? It was in the middle. Time? It was like worked out all right. Yeah. But it was all outside, had a marquee, stuff like that. But I think like two weeks before it wouldn't have happened and three weeks after we we're back in lockdown. So I don't know if she was looking down or something, but yeah, just go ahead. So so when is this uh when is this that's gonna be happening with you? Uh, August the eighth. August the eighth. Okay, we'll yeah. put that in the script uh, description too. And, and all the money details. goes towards the uh, Lily May Foundation. It is good, you know, with with lockdown. Sort of, I'm hoping we keep hearing this news about. Is it June 21st? And is Fingers it or is crossed, it? Yeah. But there's some sort of normality, oh, if that's even the word, that we can carry on and things can can get moving again now. Because I think something that's really been affected. Obviously, everyone's been affected, and we've heard this uh, as part of the narrative over the over the last year. But with charities in particular, it's such a. How have you found all this, Ryan? You know, just this whole. Best part of eighteen months now, isn't it? During during lockdown and and running the charity and your day to day life, what sort of challenges is that? Is that brought to you to the table? Um, it, obviously, it's an unprecedented. Um, well, it has been sorry, an unprecedented time, and 
has had a massive effect on the ability of not just us as a charity, but all charities to be able to fundraise through their sort of ordinary events that they would do throughout the year. So we've had to be very sort of innovative in, you know, doing things online, quizzes, things like that. But as you know, as as much as you raise money through, you know, things like that, it doesn't account for the fact that, you know, ordinarily our golf day would bring in between sort of 20 and 25,000 pounds. And to bring in sort of 20 to 25,000 pounds through online quizzes, you'd have to be doing one every day for the whole year sort of thing. So it's had a, a huge effect on being able to hold and run mm. sort of main events. Um, we started off 2020 um, and it's, it's hard to believe now that we're nearly halfway through 2021, to be honest, but we started off 2020. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's madness. Um, and we'd set out to do this 10, 10, 10 challenge, which was the, the 10 men doing 10 events over 10 or 10 bereaved men, sorry, doing 10 events over 10 days. Um, and luckily we managed to get our first one um, done and raised quite a significant amount of money. Actually, we raised about 15,000 pounds brilliant um out of a target of 20,000 pounds and that was just from our very first event um but then because of lockdown from march we had a lot that was cancelled um we missed out on an awful lot of events mm. and when we sort of got in or oh, sorry when uh, sam uh, got in contact with us we were doing the three peaks in october so it seemed pretty fitting to wrote it didn't <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Sam, Sam really, really wanted to do it as well. Um, yeah. He didn't want to skydive, so it was either or. And um, because he didn't want to skydive, I won't say chickened out the skydive. Say because he was scared of doing the skydive, he he decided to do the the three peaks with us in October. We yeah, we set off on the three peaks, and the reason for this sort of podcast really, and the using events if you like and fundraising and things like that as a coping mechanism is when you're up on a mountain and it's chucking it down with rain and it's windy and it's cold and you are tired um some really dark thoughts come into your mind um or they certainly did with me but i had to try and keep pushing myself and i mean i never actually finished the three peaks because I got injured but these two boys managed to finish it and I just thought it'd be interesting to see how mm. you know because you, you've got to be physically fit obviously but also I think I don't know if these boys would agree with me because I only did sort of one and three quarters um, of, of the mountain mentally you've really got to be in a place that well you, you are you really are tested I um, thought it was more mentally than physically, to be honest. Yeah, Sam, how did how did I'll be honest? The, the I felt like Ben Nevis. I was thinking this is too easy, not easy, but like this is like this is too straightforward. It's, yeah, it felt, was that the, fir the first one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I know it's in the daytime, obviously, so that helped. But like, I thought this 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 is going to be more difficult. I, I just I, I enjoyed Ben Nevis because I thought, you know what. It's gonna, it's gonna get tough. And then I don't know about what you think, Sam, but Snowden was horrific. Snowden, well, yeah. it was horrific. Like uh, ne ne Nevis, 
it was like I've, I enjoyed it because you could see you had the views. Yeah, everyone yeah. Was talking. It's your first one. Yeah. What was second, Snowden or scaffold? Scaffold, scaffold pipe was second. Scaffold. <laughs> it was pitch black. You wet through. Yeah. You climbed all the way to the top, touched it, came down the bottom. It was like yeah, yeah. I was going to ask how how did this all work? Was it on consecutive days? No, no twenty four no. hours. Within twenty four hours. Oh yeah. yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you were sleep deprived <laughs> as well. You were tired. You were hungry. Someone was sick on the bus. Yeah, well. was sick on the bus. The bus driver was like Lewis Hamilton going through. Oh, the honestly, he was unbelievable. <laughs> he was right. like a roller coaster going into Scarfell. But I, that was my biggest thing because mm. I I fell as I was coming back down. Ben Nevis and Matt was right behind me. And I right at the end. Right at the end. Right at the end. Yeah. And to be honest, mm. at first I, d- I just thought oh, I've hurt my knee. I'll be okay. Mm. But then when you then sat on a coach for seven hours. <laughs> Yeah, and your leg just decides it's going to see. The adrenaline goes down, and and the adrenaline goes, and it was. And like Sam says, it was dark. I've never ever known rain and wind like in my life. You can't see where you're going because it's just you are just in the on this dark track, (laughs) and that for me was that was so much harder than physical side of it. Yeah, it's true what they say though, isn't it? The Obviously, there's the physicality and then the mental side. And quite often, your body feels beaten, but it is, it's is—it's—it's actually your body can go further. It's, it's your brain saying, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm done for here. And I just want to go back a little bit to what you said, because that's the bit I want to focus on uh, with you, Ryan. When you said, because of this, you went through some, because of the exhaustion, fatigue, everything, and he puts you in a, you had some dark thoughts. That's what he said, wasn't it? Yeah. How do you how do you pro, how do you process that at the time compared to if you, you know, one of those days where you do, you're having a, a not a good day but maybe you're at home and you sat on the sofa and and that same sort of cloud looms over you because it must have a different way of processing it because you you've just got a it's it's quite symbolic in a way because you do you, you do push on you do carry on but it's in that, that different environment so yeah for anybody I'm just really fascinated with how how you used to process those those feelings and the emotions that you you went through because also something else I read is with these challenges it's actually quite it's harder on the way down isn't it because you've had the oh I've done it now yeah and yeah. then you've still got to go back for the rest of the journey I think Snowden as well because the weather on Snowden was oh. like the guide said that's the worst they've ever had because <laughs> they had to keep everyone together like you was walking stopping get everyone together walking Ooh. stopping every time you start you thought he on. said he was yeah. he said he was um minutes away from pulling us off. I think yeah. he said Stan, didn't he? Like he was yeah, oh, really? he, he, he said that, he was yeah that. I think I think that's where um the, there was a massive difference between obviously the mountains they're different mountains, but actually you've still got to do the same thing, which is climb up and, and get back down. The main difference for me, certainly between the one and, and the three quarter of the one that I did. Ben Nevis, when you started, they almost prepped you and said this first 15, 20 minutes. They called it heart attack hill. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Sorry, they called it what? Heart attack <laughs> hill. Yeah. Right. And basically for 20 yeah. minutes, you were walking up steps for 20 minutes and you didn't stop. And it's and you imagine walking up your stairs, but it doesn't stop for 20 minutes. Straight away as well, weren't it? To be honest, it does feel like that at kids' bedtime. It's up and down, up and down. Up and, down. <laughs> and it was, and 
and they they basically said to us, if you get up there within, they gave us a certain period of time, didn't they? And they said, if you get yeah. up there within that certain period of time, you've done the worst bit. You'll get to the top. So you'll get to the top, and That's, like yeah. that hurt. That really, really did mm. hurt. And mm. it was, but what was easier, I think, with Ben Nevis is because it was light. You could see where it was that you needed to get to. You always had that vision of knowing there was never a point where um, you had to get around the other side of the mountain so you couldn't see the path or something like that. Right, okay. They were able to guide you and say, right, the next stop is there, and they'd be able to point to it and you get to it, and then they'd say, right, the next stop is here, and, and you were able to do that with Nevis. And then, we, I mean, I ran down Ben Nevis with with some others, so we ran. Um, but then when you got to Scarfell, it was just you can't see you can't see anything you can't you, see where you're going it's, you could have been any you could have been anyway because walking up the stairs. yeah exactly you, and and that is that was the hardest thing for me and you ask how you cope and how you get through it well i had some yappy woman in the ear all saying get a move on get a move on stop what was what did she used to say stop faffing yeah and i was like listen love i'm not being funny you tell me to stop faffing again you're not going to yeah. find your way back to that coach <clears throat> yeah she was doing my Sweden, but actually they were doing it because they wanted to get you to the top. And I think at that point, you, you, you don't need kind words, do you? No. <laughs> You're already cold and wet and knackered. Yeah. yeah. And and actually, I mean, like I say, rain and wind, I've, I don't genuinely believe I have ever experienced rain and wind like I did on that mountain. I, I genuinely thought I was going to fall off the edge of Snowden at one point. <laughs> like I was, I was, I was holding on and I was like, it, uh, as you said, you can't see, but you think it. What's the, what's down? Well, there's only one way down. If you you're going, you yeah, because you can't see anything. And, and and the wind's coming across, and it's like this. This ain't safe. <laughs> this ain't safe. But you just. I think I, I. I don't know about the other two lads, but I think there. Um, you have to kind of strip it all back to the basics of why you're doing it, and the reason you the reason you're doing it is because. Exactly. You've got that that love inside you for that your whole family, of course, but the child that you've yeah. lost. For me, I just I just had to think of of Callie at that point. That's the only that's the only way that I was I was dealing with it because I was thinking, well, she she didn't get the chance to do anything like this, so I'm going I'm just I'm going to keep doing it for her, and that's how I got through it. That's how I got through it. Just while yeah. we're uh, <clears throat> mentioning Callie, it's, um, it would have been her birthday tomorrow, today tomorrow. or tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she she's she's five tomorrow. Five so, tomorrow, um, yeah. If you don't mind me asking how, because it is an episode that we we delved into a lot deeper, <clears throat> and it is the those significant events, anniversaries, birthdays. How how are you feeling? And is it you know compared to other years, or is there? processes um, that you have to go through or, or or things that you've taken from last year or the year before that come back to the fore now? I, I think um I think that it really fits into the, the episode that we're doing because obviously we start our we we start our 5k for Cali, 5k a day tomorrow. So we're me and Crystal are running or walking at least 5k a day for her through the month of June. Um every day for every day in June. Every day in June, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, 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 
the the issue we've got with 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 the, the month of June is her birthday is on the first, and then her memorial date is on the twenty eighth, no twenty ninth, sorry, okay. of June. So it bookends the either end of June, yeah. really. So um, how I'm feeling, um, I think it hit me earlier today. We were coming back from from being away, being out somewhere. We we're on a bus coming back, and mm. and um, it kind of just all of a sudden hit me and um i feel like it's you, you come away and i think this is the reason we try and book we normally book this week away with my with my parents um and it's kind of that change of scenery not that you're running away from it because you can't you know you can't run away from it it's just it's right there in your face but i think it's the change of scenery helps i always find that the build-up is worse yeah i think i recall you saying that I think I recall you saying that before. If you don't, um, if, hopefully, I don't think. Hopefully, this is not too insensitive. Let me know if it is. It's, but with every year that that passes, like you say, you have that 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 moment where it hits you again. And as how do I word this? Does some of that rawness? Because obviously, the feeling never goes away. But to help me to understand it, just around these significant dates and days and anniversaries, does a bit of that rawness from the actual time come back in and is that almost not comforting but it's just to know that you that you still because i read somewhere that a lot of people they they feel concerned i can't remember who said it on this podcast a little bit of concern that you you feel bad that you're not caring enough anymore or that there is that argument between you've got to carry on life but you don't want to leave you know what i'm trying to get at yeah i i think um I think that the, I think the rawness is always, always going to be there. Um, I think it manifests itself differently each year, probably. Okay. Um, however, I think that, that, that this this year for us is a significant year because she would have obviously started school. Yeah. So that's a big that's a big sort of milestone, I suppose. Of course, um, yeah. You know. Um, so I think. Look, I think it's. It's one of them, and I, I I don't know how the other lads feel, but I think it's um it, it it never it never goes away, and tomorrow will will be will be tough. It yeah. will be hard. It will be you know you'll get up and there'll, I, there'll be a heaviness when you first get up. That's how okay. I feel. There's like a heaviness to it. I think me and Crystal are, you know we'll give each other a little cuddle and we're like right we'll, we'll we'll get on with this. And then I think not that it softens it, but I think obviously mm. your mind then switches because. When we get up, we know Etta's getting up. Okay. So obviously yeah. Etta's there and Etta needs our attention at that point. Yeah. So like, you, I suppose that kind of changes things a little bit, I guess. So and um, we have cake, we have cake for breakfast on birthdays. So like Etta loves it. We have so We have cake for breakfast on birthdays. Oh, brilliant. So yeah. So like Etta loves it because she gets, she gets cake for breakfast. So like, yeah. you know, yeah. So... Why don't we do that when we get older? Yeah. Um, one of my daughters said she turned nine a few weeks ago. She wanted ice cream for breakfast. I'm thinking, why right, on my birthday, I'm just cooking a steak at seven in the morning. <laughs> straight in there. Why the heck not? So if you've just switched on, by the way, if you've just uh, tuned into Facebook Live, it's the use of, fund, uh, the use of fundraising events as a, as a coping mechanism, which is why we've been talking about the Three Peaks Challenge quite a lot. I do remember, actually, when we did it last, because I, I remember thinking, have I upset Ryan? I've sent him a couple of messages and he's not replied. Then he sent me one back. 
I couldn't understand any of it. <laughs> he was just trying to do a voice note from the top of a hill. And all I could hear was just a man in agony. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think the fact that lockdown had happened really helped you prepare for it because maybe you wouldn't have trained yeah. as much as you would have done before. But, but actually, do you yeah. know what, Dan? I, and I think we said it right at the beginning before we started talking about it. You can't train for that, I don't think. No. Nah. Well, I think the only way you, you can, can help that is you just yeah, yeah you're right Sam. for a day yeah yeah um, but like yeah I think <laughs> physically we were all physically able to do it yeah well I say that <laughs> I think there were maybe one or two that weren't physically able and I think I, I I think it's fair that I can say that and I think they would agree that yeah. maybe they weren't in the best shape which is fine but it's that um, mental side isn't it but the mental yeah. side was just. Oh, it was debilitating, absolutely debilitating. And like you say, yeah, you're in pain. I think, you know, if I if I play a football match, for instance, and I've been running and I'm out of breath and I've got to sprint back because I've got to make tackles, I can deal with that type of pain, that physical sort of pain mm. and, you know, where you've got to, you you know, you're breathing heavily for a few minutes, whatever mm. this may be. But this was just relentless. It really was relentless. And you're in your own head, aren't you? Obviously, it was there was 10 of you. And was there was there much conversation going on at the time on this? Obviously, you're all there for for the, it was the bereaved dads. Was well, it? With, with... I roomed with Sam. Me and Sam roomed the night before, <clears throat> and and this was the thing as well. Like we'd flick the TV on that. We'd we'd been we'd been at the bingo in the bingo hall and just cleaned up at the bingo. Why have an early yeah. night before yeah. you climb a mountain? <laughs> we'd had a few beers as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that explains a lot then. <laughs> and then we've rocked up in the room and, and we're like, oh, we'll just flick the TV. And I can't even remember what we were watching. And then like Sam, I remember Sam saying to me, I need to, I need to go to sleep because this is going to be really tough. And he was out like a light and I just couldn't sleep because it was like, well, A, free snoring and B, for the fact that <laughs> I do what we had to do the next day. But Was it, was he, was he, up at, did he have to pretend to be asleep, Sam? So that uh, Ryan would... Right, you know when you when you were younger and you have sleepovers, you're that kid who just stop yapping and everyone else is yapping all the time. <laughs> but you know what? We're talking there about Fantastic. being physic, you know, the physicality and and the the mental side of things. Mm. We actually did the skydive a few weeks. Be- uh, was it the week before, Matt? Couple couple of weeks before, couple I think. Weeks before, didn't we? Yeah. And I mean, anyone who knows me will know that I was genuinely petrified, as was Matt petrified of doing this skydive but mentally I was in a completely different place I was about to ask you to compare the feeling of the the three peaks to going up in a plane knowing you're not coming down in a plane yeah Yeah, I think it was because I knew I'd be on the floor within about five minutes (laughs) so it was and and also when you go up in that plane there's there's no other way of well you're not landing in the plane so you almost come to terms with the fact that you're going to free fall a hundred odd mile an hour for however long it was. And then, and and I think for me as well, there were certain little signs when we were going up in the plane and I felt, I almost felt closer to Lily actually when I was going up in the plane. But when we were, when we were, uh, in, what, in what sense and how, if you don't, if you... cause I've always, cause with the kids, we've always said, Oh, you know, she's in the clouds or mm. she's, you know, she's in the sky or something like that. Um, and when uh, just after we'd fr- uh, we'd finished the free fall and he pulled the parachute, when we were coming towards the clouds, there was um, a circular rainbow, which he said. Oh yeah, you mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah. He said to, he said to me, um, 
we're going to go straight through this circular rainbow. And because the rainbow is on the edge of the cloud, you could see our refle- you could see our reflection into the cloud. And he took us straight through the middle of it. And it was things like that that sort of made put me at ease a little bit as well. Because yeah. I just thought to myself, oh, she's put that there for me. Or yeah, and that's beautiful. And did the, you have a GoPro on by it? Did it? Did one of you have a GoPro on? I did have a cameraman, but as soon as we pull the parachute, he keeps falling because they have to get on the floor a lot quicker. So yeah, yeah. Mean, I just wondered if you had something strapped to you. but No, uh, they don't let you do it, which is really annoying. Because, but you know what? Somebody said to me not that long ago, uh, somebody asked me about the parachuting, and um, I actually said, to some extent, I'm glad that I'm the only one that saw that with the tandem instructor and that no one else will see that. That was like my own little thing. Yeah, um, yeah I, I can I understand that. Like that. Because it's... It was I a mean, moment, wasn't it? It was like it felt yeah. tangible. Yeah, you. absolutely, yeah. And for me, like I say, I mean, psychologically, on a skydive, I actually I did find it slightly easier than doing the three peaks, if I'm completely honest, in hindsight. So leading up to it, I was petrified. Right. But then having done both of them, I'd, I'd, um, I'd wow. do a skydive every day of the week. See, that's weird because for me, I'm thinking I'll be up for the three peaks challenge, but you ain't getting me in a plane. <laughs> we'll get you on the three peaks. Sam wants to do it again. He was saying not that long ago. Yeah, me and you, Sam. <laughs> to be fair, I think my mate did it this weekend. I don't okay. know who plays football and his pictures looked amazing. I was like, so maybe, but if guarantee me to ever, I'll do it. But I think I saw some pictures of, of the company that we actually did it with. Um, because they did it, they do it every weekend, don't they? But I think they did it last weekend, didn't they, as well? Yeah, and they um I mean a lot of their mountain walkings all it's it's quite light because at this time of the year you only have what three, four hours worth yeah. of darkness, really. Yeah, and uh, it's not all muddy and well, it has yeah. muddy, but yeah. Yeah. We couldn't even take pictures at the top because it was that windy, so literally touched it and yeah. down you get. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this um before I forget. <clears throat> All these, obviously, the reason that you're doing it and the seriousness of it and the mental fatigue, the physical fatigue. But can you recall, and this is to all three of you, the days after, now, whether it's the parachute jump or the three peaks challenge, can you recall how you felt, what your mood was like, the the accomplishment? Mm-hmm. Did it give you a lift? Just just that sort of, um, you know, difference between the build up and you know what you have to do and it's consuming your mind for the whole week and few weeks leading up to it but then the feeling after you've done it that those next few days did you did you feel anything proud really very proud. yeah 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 i felt like a failure after the three peaks no, oh, sorry, no, no. Ryan. yeah you did <laughs> i know i genuinely did i did message all the oh really them all on the whatsapp group saying i felt like a failure i felt like i'd failed myself um whereas with the skydive i was buzzing for about smashed a week. it yeah, I was buzzing, absolutely buzzing. To say that I'd done it because it was it is a bucket list sort of thing. And yeah, I never thought I'd ever be able to get myself to do it, to be completely honest, because it's not something that I would have routinely said, yeah, let's go and do a skydive sort of thing. It was I was I knew I was always pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And I think that's another thing I was proud of myself mm. that I'd that I had yeah. myself out of my comfort zone. Well, that's that's big, isn't it? The whole pushing yourself out of the comfort zone yeah yeah so you know it's better to do that than you know do a charity <laughs> crazy golf day although let's not rule it out you know i'm a bad boy at crazy golf but 
with go back to lockdown um and uh, obviously the differences that you've you know the different ways that you've had to work with the charity and like you say with the, the events and the fundraising and it's been a horrible 18 months just about it's crazy when you think of that but what and I, I want you to answer this just you know for any other charities that may be listening and and obviously all trying to achieve the same thing what have you what have you learned what's what do you know now that when life goes back to normal something may be or is there you might not be able to answer it is there something different that you've done during lockdown that you will continue to do you know once normal is is back is there any any ways that this has helped evolve the charity or anything like that um i think i think from a one-to-one perspective so the the um baby loss support service that Mm. we do where ordinarily so prior to um the pandemic amy was the only person that ran that service um and i've done the the training sort of online throughout and what have you and i think prior to lockdown um it was all about getting the clients to come in to the office and it was speaking face to face Mm. all of my clients i I don't think i've seen a client face to face in a room it's a remote world i'd go out for a walk with them so and walk 5k for an hour and have a chat that way or i'll do it over the phone or or like voice uh, sorry or video uh call or something like that and i think that's really good because it gives people the option of Mm. things like that is that i was going to say is that something you'll continue to do as an option because i think there's different ways to look at it. It's, it. There's the convenience of it. It does also mean you could maybe speak to more people in a yeah. certain amount of time, just from a, a non-emotional viewpoint. But I know for a lot of people, it's whether you're being on Zoom's great. And like we said, we couldn't have done this a few years ago as as, as easily as we do now and the simplicity yeah. of it. Yeah. But some people still just want to be in, you know, in the same room as, as you. Yeah, they want to be in the company of other people. and And I think that, I don't really think there's going to be much um, that we will take from what we've been doing to continue moving forwards. Because I think when you look at the the subject that we that we deal with, like you say, there people I think like to be around people or like to be in the company of people that have um, the same experiences as them or or similar experiences mm. to them. Um, I've, no, so so I think. It's it's actually difficult to say, really, because mm. I suppose you just we just have to sort of see how it how it sort of goes and how it pans out, really. But in terms of the fundraising events and things like that, I mean, I can't wait to just return back to normal um, <clears throat> because you know it is crippling for all charities, charities that yeah, exactly. That do, I mean, it's crippling for events in just industry, sorry, as a whole, and mm. and you know nightclubs, whatever it may be, where there's large groups of people. Um, so I can't wait to get back to normal in that respect, but I think in terms of doing, um, other forms of fundraising events, it's very difficult to do it all online or, you know, socially distanced or things like that. And I think, I think, right. I think what you're saying with that as well is for me, is we've just talked, we've talked about it a lot tonight with the three peaks, especially, I think, um, unfortunately it's very difficult to, get people to want to um, want to help a charity um, online because if you're if you're comparing it to a group of people climbing a mountain over 24 hours to then trying to just do a do a quiz 
Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think people, because don't forget, right, if you look at our first one that we did, you know, the walk that we did overnight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I remember our, our Just Giving page or the page we've got had like 600 quid in. By the morning, by the time we'd finished, we had seven grand on the page. And that was because we did wow. Facebook Live. Mm. We did the posts overnight. You yeah, know, people Hertzson in Australia, didn't we? They donated a grand. Yeah, but it's, but that's but that's the effect of, of actually because anyone can say they're going to climb a mountain, or anyone can say they're going to they're going to do a walk overnight, or whatever we're doing, or skydive. But until you actually do it, people people think, well, I, mm. I'm, some people will say, you know what, we'll, we'll give money beforehand. But most people say, right, I'm going to wait to see if they actually do this and actually yeah, see yeah. It through, like, yeah, you know, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, actually. It's very true. With um, the rest of 2021 in mind, I just want to have a look ahead so that everybody knows what is coming up because obviously with Ryan and, and Lily May, Sam, we mentioned briefly at the start, and Matt, but there's a lot going on. So starting with you, Ryan, um, could you fill me in on what is happening with Lily May um, in the future that you can talk about and how people can get involved and get in touch with you? And then, uh, then Matt, and then you, Sam. Yeah, so um, Dan, I don't think you know this yet, but we're going to be um, <laughs> we're going to be doing a podcast live. So we'll do it actually in a pub. Um, so we need to obviously arrange that. But I think that'll be a really good thing as well because people, even if they're not necessarily from the the, I, I hate this term, the baby loss. Community. You look like you're in a pub now. Yeah, <laughs> you like the headmaster's chair you get in uh, one of those oldie worldie pubs. Absolutely, yeah. that's our bed. <laughs> Is that a bed? It's no our way. Bed, the back of our bed. Um, so yeah, no, we'll um yeah, we're definitely and I think as well that <clears throat> be nice to do a live podcast in a pub or something like that as yeah. well, or wherever it were. And we I actually did that. um we should probably not be doing this uh, live, but I should be a phone call. But yeah, I did speak to somebody uh last week uh about that. There's a couple of uh yeah, so a couple of places in Birmingham might have to do it okay. and we'll get us uh spots here and there. Super well, deep. Matt, where are you right now? Uh, have a word with some of your local bars, we'll go on tour. Swanage, yeah, lovely. Swanage, I'm, I'm, Swanage I'm, here we come. Yeah, I'll be going to the pub after this. Where are you, Sam? Uh, Nuneaton. All right, Nuneaton. What was it, Weston? Yeah, Weston. Yeah. We can go down there. Yeah, got the 2P machines as well. I like the 2P machines in Weston. <laughs> Have you we'll got anything? So, you've got the golf day coming up, uh, which we so, know about. Yeah, we got the fun run in September. Fun run, yeah. So, 19th September, we got the um, return of the Balls Common Fun Run. So, um, yeah, we're re- we are genuinely really looking forward to that. You're right there, Matt. You're quite aggressively, <laughs> quite aggressively putting the pint down there. No, sorry, I thought it was a seagull coming round the back of me for a second. You're trying to glass it. Genuinely <laughs> love that. Would you imagine if a seagull just pecked on the head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, sorry, yeah, Ryan. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Thanks, thanks for that. Oh, that was a seagull behind you there. <laughs> we were, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we've got the fun run on the 19th of uh, September and then we've got our golf day dinner dance um, on the 8th of October and then we've got the sort of standard um, memorial sort of events through Baby Loss Awareness Week. <clears throat> and with the, the uh, golf day, can people still yeah, get involved with that at the minute? Yeah, they can book online, so if they go to our website, um, we're actually going to be having a new website launching in the next couple of weeks. Um, Brilliant. which is really exciting as well. So there's been a lot of work going into that. 
Um, we're also potentially looking into developing an app, but I'm, I can't say too much because I don't want anyone to nick the idea. Um, and then, so yeah, we've got lots of lots of different things going on throughout the year. I might actually need your uh, advice on it, actually, Daniel. All right. Well, I'm I'm curious. That sounds great. Um, how about? So that's those, those are the things which you, we've had in the pipeline for a while, those things we've mentioned. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys down at it. Something like uh, the Three Peaks Challenge again, looking ahead. Have you got anything um, that you... Stop shaking your head, Sam. <laughs> anything in the pipeline for maybe looking ahead um, you know, that people can start thinking of now if they'd like to get involved in any way, maybe for next year, another, another sort of big challenge like that? We can always, yeah, I mean, we can always, you know, book book things I mean at sort of the drop of a hat really um we've always got skydives available so if people want to skydive um for us um then all we ask is that they raise a minimum of of it's usually set at about 400 500 pounds uh so the charity pay for it all and then they go out and and uh fundraise and what have you so we can arrange all of that sort of stuff but yeah I think one that I am um, wanting to do potentially next year is the Yorkshire Three Peaks, um, which you do over a day and you do it through sort of daytime over 12 hours. So that's something which we'll look into. But then I would like to go back and do the National Three Peaks again so I can say that I finished it this time rather than uh, one of three quarters. No, oh, good on you. And and anyone who'd like any details on that, like we say, just to have a look yeah. at the Lily Mate Foundation website or their social media pages too. Matt. Um, if you uh, before that seagull really comes for you, what's yeah. that? Oh, there you are. I see him. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just remind everyone again what's uh, what's going on with you. Um, in yeah, terms so we're, of, uh, we're raising we're, money. Yeah, we're doing like I said. We're starting tomorrow. We're we're doing our five um, k a day for 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 the Lily May Foundation. All the money that we raise is going there. Now we've I've set up a just giving page, um, which is um, that uh, it'll be on my Facebook, and it's we shared it. We shared it um, with the Lily May Foundation as well, um, so the money will go onto that page. Um, it's just a, a straightforward just giving link with uh, the, the 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 end is slash uh, Callie's page. Um, but like I said, I haven't got the address off the top of my head. I've only just set it up. So yeah, so we're doing that okay. all the way through, all the way through June. Um, and the, the the last on her memorial well, on the Sunday, um, the day before her memorial or a couple of days for her memorial um, date, I'm running um, between the five football grounds in the West Midlands. So oh, that's I'm, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm starting at the Wolves, going to, running to Warsaw, running down to the Blues ground, to the Villa and finishing at the Baggage ground. So um, going to finish at the team that you support, haven't you? Why yeah, don't you finish yeah. at the Villa? They're the biggest team in the Midlands. Well, no, I, no, I can't. So, you know. got, you, so you're going to finish at the Bogies, yeah? But I've got they're my team, man. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> so. Um, but it, it comes. I've I've worked the route out, and it comes. I was going to say, what is the route? And so, that you basically, it, the, the whole thing is um, about twenty five miles. So it's about is a marathon. What it is? Yeah, about a marathon. Yeah, yeah. Because don't forget, once you get to the Blues Ground, you, you're only talking like four mile between the Blues, the Villa, and then four mile mm, between true. the Albion. And the, it's the wall. The Wall's Ground Wolves is the thirtieth one out. Is that why you're starting there? You see, we, I reckon we can plot a different route which could maybe get that up to about 100 miles. <laughs> I mean, are you going to do it with me, Dan? Or what? Like, I yeah. think 25 miles sounds good. There you go. So, <laughs> so I mean, basically, I'm, I'm, 
I'm I'm doing it. Obviously, I'll be doing it anyway. But anyone who wants to join me on that day to do part of the run, all of the run, it's entirely up to you. What, you can what date is that again, Matt? So it's Sunday, the twenty seventh of Ma- uh, June. Is it? It's the last Sunday in June, whatever that is. Okay. Twenty seventh. Um, so yeah, so um, that's basically brilliant part of our fundraising month as well. So yeah. Well, but I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping to get like the, the media teams from the, the different football clubs to maybe kind of promote it a little bit if I can. So I'm, I'm yeah, if possible. So. Well, best of luck with that. I think that's a great idea, especially uh, linking it in with the football too. And it will be, yeah. it'll be while uh, Euro, uh, the European Championships are on. So, I mean, not the football has gone away in the last 18 months. No, but, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's brilliant. Best of luck with that. Cheers. Sam, just to um, yeah, give us the details on what's going on with you with uh, Harper Seren, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just to remind everyone again, what's what's happening with you? So it's my uh, golf day as well. Sunday, the eighth of August. Uh, Bramcote Waters, it's called. It's a little nine hole in the Neaton. Yeah. Same as last year. So yeah, all the money goes towards the Lily Man. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I um, I've got to get involved in in something with this. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, we'll be doing the live from the pub at some point so we'll we'll get talking about that and uh, yeah, let you know some yeah. dates for it soon. We need to get you on the three peaks as well so i think we we do this and we we could actually do some off, off i think we could do some good stuff on the three. yeah 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 that'll be fun i'll be up for that yeah. and and obviously normally we we say if anyone has any questions or anything you can just type them type them away i know we've we've been talking it's almost like a catch-up episode tonight, just filling in everything which is happening because we've we've not been on for a couple of weeks. So we would love for you to have a listen back to any of the episodes uh, episodes that you uh, you may not have heard yet. And also, if you would like to come on, because it, it's quite in- it's um, what was I watching at the TV the other day? It's um, I think we mentioned it before. It was Fight Club, wasn't it? And was it um, when they go to the the counselling sessions? We spoke about it with Ian Lawton, I think. Yeah, and. It's good to sit there and to listen, and it gives you that some some support and helps you to think and untie some knots in your head. But then that next level, as Ian said, and I'm I'm just using his words, and I'm not very well because this is not something I've been through. It just goes to that next level. So if you're somebody who has been uh, listening to this podcast and and hopefully enjoying it, weirdly, you know, you know what I mean with this. Yeah, yeah. But maybe you'd like to come on in the future. Please get in touch with Ryan or with Amy through the Lily May Foundation. Even if you're not that comfortable about maybe being seen on Facebook, we can, you don't have to have the camera on. Don't forget the, the main version of this podcast is the edited version that comes out a couple of days afterwards. And if have a think about it. If there's anything you'd like to talk about, something that we have not mentioned yet or a topic that we've not delved into, please reach out to Ryan or to Amy through Lily May Foundation and it would be our pleasure to, to try and accommodate you on that so I think with with that in mind should we call it a day for today you can enjoy a little bit of daylight left in your uh, on your bank holidays I think Matt's got to get an early night because he's got his first 5k in the morning I'm off to the pub after this that's a good lad yeah (laughs) Uh, and that's it Um, thank you very much for joining us again Sam no worries my pleasure thank you very much to everybody for listening to the latest episode of the Still Parents podcast with the Lily May Foundation. We'll, we'll, uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks from now for episode six, and I think probably the last episode in series two. That's it from us. Have a great evening, and we'll speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.